The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Patricia Raskin's Positive Living, the program that brings you practical and inspiring principles for living more authentic, engaging, and passionate lives. Created by Patricia Raskin, a catalyst for positive change. All comments, views, and opinions are solely those of the host, guests, and callers. And now, here's your host, Patricia Raskin. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome. Welcome to Patricia Raskin Positive Living, right here on Voice America, America's Voice. And today, we're talking about how you can make every moment count with a very inspirational woman who's a friend of mine, who I've known for a long time. Her name is Gail Olofsson. She's the author of Your Someday is Now, What Are You Waiting For? And How You Can Maximize Your Time, Your Brand, and Your Life. Gail is the Director of Corporate Partnerships for the Newport Harbor Corporation, and she's President of Authentic Measurable Performance. She's an author, internationally recognized speaker, seminar leader, and university professor. And again, she focuses on work-life integration that helps you be your best you. Hello, Gail. Well, hello, Patricia. Thank you for welcoming me to your show again. Yeah, it's great. All right. Now, how did you pick this title, Your Someday is Now? Um, Actually, it's an interesting story. I was doing the eulogy for my very favorite uncle, and that's saying a lot because my dad's one of 11 and my mom is one of seven. Wow. Wow. He had died a very tragic and early death. So when I was doing the eulogy, um, and I, I say that, but he had also lived a beautiful, very full life. Mm-hmm. So when I was doing the eulogy and expounding on how he truly lived this amazing life for his family, you know, personally and professionally, I ended with the words, your someday is now, what are mm-hmm. you waiting for? And that was four or five years ago. I did not at the time think it was going to be the um, book title when mm-hmm. I was, when I had to do another eulogy and I was just seeing what I wrote in that, I'm like, wow, wait a minute. This would make a great book title for the book. Yeah. yeah. So that's, yeah. A, is that like a bittersweet way of, um, you know, dear Uncle Jim, I feel like I carry him with me every day. And he really yeah. believes that your someday is now. Live every heartbeat. Yeah. Well, so true. So when, when you wrote this book, Gail, did you write this from your own experience or did you interview other people who you feel we're living in the now and, and making their lives work. Both, both, Patricia. I wrote the book as a gift to our son, Samuel, for his graduation from high school gift. So I start, started it about five years ago. And then after three years of writing, I had sent out a quick email and posted on Facebook, does anyone have any ideas on, and advice on work-life integration? Thinking mm. 10 people, 12 people would give me some advice. It was overwhelming. Over 100 wow. people said, call me, email me, let's talk. So it was a year of interviews. Um, there is over 100 professionals. There are over 100 professionals interviewed for the book, and their reflections and best practices 
mm-hmm. are at the end of each chapter aligned with each topic, mm-hmm. and it's little snippets of um, advice from presidents of companies to my former students. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I so see that's, that. That's, yeah, that is a very interesting part of the book. Yeah, it really is. Here, here's one. Here's yes. one from Mark Hellendrung, president of Narragansett Beer. He says, this might sound crazy, but I like shutting the door and taking a 20-minute power nap. It clears the head, recharges the batteries. I wake up refreshed and ready to kick some (laughs) (laughs) you-know-what. I know. Isn't that great from Mark? That's one of my favorites. And he really does this. He's a busy man, and he shuts the door for 20 minutes and takes a power nap. Do you ever do that? No, that's not my style. That's not my style. I only do that if I'm absolutely exhausted. But yeah. I think doing that would break would break my energy. So that's why this is what was so beautiful. Everyone has different opinions and different advice. And I opened with chapter one saying there are no absolutes. You will agree with some things that I say. You'll disagree with some, and that's okay. There's there's times that the book works for people in different chapters of their lives. You know, just graduating from school, being stuck in a career, being excited about your career. Mm-hmm. Um, different chapters, there's a little something for everyone. Yeah, this is so amazing. Um, here's one from Kendra Wright, the president of Sapphire Events. She writes, leap and the net will appear. When you have the opportunity to take a risk, say this to yourself. There is power in the belief that the world is conspiring in your favor, and being a risk taker gives you good stories. It's infectious being around people who go for it. Don't be afraid to show your passion and let leaping be a part of your personal brand. I love that, Gail. Well, it's you, Patricia. You've been leaping and landing <laughs> and doing so well your whole life. Yeah, and that's falling why you're and picking myself up. <laughs> uh, well, that's all part of it, right? Turning the oops into opportunity. But you have built so much success. You were always reinventing yourself, recreating yeah. yourself. You're the role model. Thank you very much. Well, you know, I, I believe that, that um, there's another way. There's always another way. I mean, and, and maybe you have to give up something over here, but if you have that overall vision, and I'm sure, you know, this is part of your belief system, keep that vision. What is your vision? You know, what are you here to do? And if, you, if you're here to do something, you can make it happen. Right. And it's interesting with Kendra's quote, because Kendra is a lot like you. She gives to give with her heart. She's not a give to gain. And I think that saves a lot of time. When you are a person who is giving, whether it's through networking or your time or your talents or your knowledge, not worrying about what you're going to get from it. And you and Kendra will have to meet at some point. You share share that chemistry. Yeah, that would be great. Thank you. Here's another one that kind of sounds like um, what you just said, and I've heard this a lot. If, If at the end of the day, if you want something done, ask a busy person. The bottom line is that the busy person knows how to get it done. And that's from Larry Cancro, Senior Vice President of Fenway Affairs at Boston Red Sox. Well, I think if anyone knows how to get it done, it's Larry, don't you? (laughs) I think he's packing a lot into a day managing the Red Sox, that's for sure, and and several activities at Fenway. Yeah. So so your book is very much um, stories and then quotes. Yes. It's my own, what happened is I had written the 15 chapters with all my own advice that I had learned through both teaching at the university, teaching the students Mm -hmm. and listening to their feedback, 
and also to the clients that I've had the privilege to have in my family and friends. Yeah. So I had yeah. written the book based on that and then embroidered in the wisdom of others. Right. Now, one of your chapters, Gail, is Eat a Frog for Breakfast. What does that mean? That is one of my favorites. There's a Mark Twain quote. Do you remember Mark Twain, the famous writer? And I grew up in Connecticut, right near Hartford, where he, where he um, grew up and wrote. And Mark Twain wrote, if the first thing you do every morning is eat a live frog, then you're going to have the energy and impetus to do great things all day long because that frog will be um, jumping around in you all day. And mm. it's so true when you think about your hardest task, a big project that you just have to start, a difficult conversation you may have to have. And if you just do it and you just start first thing in the day, stop the tadpoles, eat that big frog, you're mm. be so full of energy. In my office, I always say, when I, I get in early. I like to get in early. And I'll say when as the rest of the team comes in, I'm in here eating frogs. I'll say hello in 15 minutes because I like to get in and start eating those frogs. Yeah. So you're saying tackle the toughest things first. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Let's see. Here's another one. Um, what is your all? What is that? That's about reinventing yourself. It's about being all you can be, and how do you feel when you're, you know the term, in your flow, when you're doing something that you really love, whether it's painting, whether it's writing, whether it's speaking, whether, you know, it's running, and you're um, in your flow, doing what you feel best doing, becoming your all. You know, one of my alls, and I know you love this too, is nonprofit work. When I'm doing Mm -hmm. nonprofit work as a volunteer, um, not a paid, you know, not paid obviously, I am in my flow. The ideas are going. I love being around people who want to help other people. And I know you're similar like that. Um, mm. What do you think? When, when are you in your flow? Uh, when I'm talking to somebody that I really resonate with and the I time know. goes and I say, oh, it's been two hours. Or I when know. I'm doing my program, when I'm really involved in doing my program, the time will really flow. Those are, yeah. those are things. Yep. And I think, I think what happens too, and I shouldn't say I think, I know, is in order to be in our flow and do, and do the things that we want to do, um, I wrote a chapter on this as well called Know What to Know and What to Say No to because at one point we will just burst if we keep saying yes, 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 and we'll never reach our all. We'll never reach that, that way of flow and, and doing the things that we want to really accomplish. Um, but so many of us don't know how to say no. Would you agree on that? I think that's a real problem. And right. I think the reason people don't want to say no is they don't want to be rejected. They want people to like them. Right. And you love being thought of. People love being thought of or asked to do something. But it's about, I always say, you want to get, if you like having a full plate, and I'm the kind of person who does like that full plate, fill it with your own choices, choices that you're interested in the best you can. There's going to be choices we don't have. If we're raising a family, if we're taking care of aging parents, um, you know, different. If we have to go to work because we need, we definitely need that job, and we need to work a lot of hours. Mm-hmm. But there are things we can say no to, extracurricular-wise. And I always caution to call, counsel to say no nicely. No one wants to hear a dissertation of why you can't do it. They mm-hmm. might say so nicely, but offer to do something. You know, maybe you can't run the whole college or high school reunion, but you'll offer to make five phone calls to friends of yours and invite right. them to come to it. Those mm-hmm. types of things. 
they so nicely offer to do what you can do and move on. You know, mm-hmm. no one cares how, I always say, nobody cares how busy you are. We meet these people who stand there for 15 minutes telling you how busy they are. They could have done what you requested. Yes, exactly. And you, what you're saying is you're showing your support in some way. Yes, I think it's nice to show your support, especially if the person is, you know, important to you. But also if it's just a random call, like, oh, hi, hey, I'd love for you to help me with this, you may not be able to do that. You know, it, it may not be someone in your life that you need, you know, that you need to help. You can't help everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. But, but as you said, this is a way to say, look, I can't do this, but I can help you. I can show my support in a different way. That's yeah. all part what, of it. All right, let's look at one. You know what? You have 15 chapters. What's your, one of your favorites? Now, we've talked about eating a frog. We've talked about what is your all. Uh, well, oh, here's one. Here's one, bless and release. Oh, my God, Patricia, that's very kismic because that is my favorite chapter. Yeah. Chapter well, 10. it sounds like you, Gail. Yeah, bless and release, and there's a few things that that means. One is blessing and releasing as best you can negativity in your life. Now, this chapter focuses on um, blessing and releasing projects, commitments. If you're going to add one, like release one project before you add, a, you know, add another. But I don't limit it to projects. I think you have to bless and release negative people and negative situations in your life as best possible. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't, you, if it's a family member, you can't release them. But there are, everyone has certain situations that they can bless and release out of their life and try to stay around positive situations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I, I want to mention, I opened that chapter with a quote from my opchu, my it's Polish for grandmother, mm-hmm. and the words are, enjoy every minute, live every heartbeat, these are your happy days. And she said that, whether it was a graduation from school, or an award ceremony, or if we were crying over a broken heart or, some, or a broken toy, she always said, uh, 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 these are our happy days. Mm-hmm. And I just... I remember that and love that and think of that every day. Yeah. Well, and you have that energy naturally. I mean, I have to say, I don't know whether this is learned or whether you've always had this incredibly positive energy and positive attitude. Was it something you were born with? I think I grew up in a family, my mom and dad, of no complaining. We couldn't complain about anything. And we had to count our blessings. This was well before the Oprah Gratitude Journal that I truly love, the fact mm. of open up that journal and write down mm. some things you're thankful for. But we grew up in a family that you weren't allowed to complain because we had so much. My mom said, you have your two legs to walk on. You can see and you've got your ten fingers and ten toes. Enough. Now go forward and do some things and don't complain. So growing up like that is really good rather than growing up where people feed into, oh, this happened, that happened. There was none of that. It was move forward, solve it. Yeah. Hmm. Well, so you had great role models. It was easier for you. And, you know, it's not as easy for people who didn't have that, Gail. And I'm sure you meet those people, you know, that came from homes where there was a lot of criticism, where there wasn't a lot of encouragement. What do you say to those folks? It's interesting you ask me this because that is something that just happened recently with a, um, someone that was in an audience when I was giving a presentation who came up afterwards and started talking a little bit about how they can snap out of it because of their background and what they were living with. And there's a couple of things. In the book, I offer a snap out of it list, which is a whole bunch of ways that you can you know, snap out of being in a bad mood, listening to a great song, walking outside, you know, getting mm. into the sunshine. 
But the other thing is now, we it, someone's problems could be a lot more, you know, developed than that. And we have so many resources now that we didn't have 10, 20, 30 years ago, especially with the, with the Internet, that mm. you can find positive websites to log into every day, positive yeah, quotes of the day. And again, I said, what I do say to people is go out there and volunteer. Find someone who needs your help because mm-hmm. when you're around people who are less fortunate, mm-hmm. a lot of what you perceive as your problems do go away or you see how fortunate you are even if yeah. you, you know, have these challenges in your life. I've heard that. I've heard that a lot. Go help someone, help someone who doesn't have as much as you do and right. really do service. But what about the whole idea of, you know, really feeling the pain when you have it? So let's say something tough has really happened to you or you had a really tough day. Um, you know, do you feel it's important to sit down with those feelings and process them and talk about that? Yeah, I absolutely do. I think you need to process them. And if it's for you, join a support group of other people who have gone through the same trauma or situation or find one confident that you can talk it out with. Hmm. You know, there's got to be one person, whether you find it, you know, through a civic group or through a church. Um, I, I wouldn't recommend talking it out with someone at work, but somebody that you feel you can really trust. Mm-hmm. Well, I think, yeah, that's very, very important. All right, let's look at another chapter here. There are so many wonderful tidbits in this book. Tell people how they can get this book, Your Someday is Now. Yep, they can log right on to gailspeaks.com. That's G-A-I-L, speaks.com. And the book is available for purchase through my website. Okay. All right, let's do um, Procrastinate Later. I like that. Oh, gosh, isn't that great? Um, I was actually giving a presentation when a man stood up and started unbuttoning his shirt. And I said, excuse me? And he had a T-shirt on that said procrastinate later underneath his shirt. Hmm. Is that great? Hmm. And what do you mean by that? Well, it's, a, it's kind of a joke, procrastinate later. Like we're going to, so what I mean by this is we have to, a lot of people thrive on procrastination. I'm going to do it later. I'll do it tomorrow. But one thing I learned from Sister T, my eighth grade teacher, was just sit down and start especially, mm-hmm. again, it goes back to the frog, but put a timer on. She used to have us do the microwave timer for 15 minutes and put that on, start your term paper, start your reading, and then after 15 minutes, give yourself a break or have the energy to start again. And I've used this for a long time with procrastination, and it helps if I say, okay, I'm just going to start. All I have to do is do it for 15 minutes. You know, what do you do? What do you do for procrastination? Um, I write myself notes. Yeah. And I put them in certain places, and um, then I have a little voice in my head that screams, do it now, <laughs> you know, I, I mean, I really, this voice is very, quite persistent, and because sometimes I will, you know, I'll wait a day or I'll wait two days, and and it, I really have to, it's, I have to stop that voice, and so I start doing it, and then once I'm doing it, I'm fine. Once I get into the flow, then I'm moving. And the whole chapter just talks about how to start, and, and I think the biggest thing is why. What is your impetus? What is your reason for doing it? Mm-hmm. There's the expression when the why is mm-hmm. evident, the how becomes easy. I agree. So, well, you know, I remember back to your general purpose and vision again. Absolutely. You know, you're when I was into that, you're doing this because it's all part of that. 
Right. Yeah. And when I, when I really wanted to write this book for Sam, I remember he looked at me and he's like, Mom, nothing begins until you start. Just sit down, draft the chapters, and start writing. Absolutely. And that was five years ago, and yeah. it's, it's done. <laughs> it's done for now. All right. Here's one. You are your company. Yeah. What does you that are mean? Your comp- this is very important. When people go out into the workplace, whether they're going to a meeting, whether they're going to a conference, a lot of the people they may be meeting might only be meeting them as a representative of their, of their company. Hmm. So when I'm out there at a meeting, at a cocktail reception, at a chamber reception, they may only know me as a representative of Newport Harbor Corporation or of University of Rhode Island. That I may be the only person they know. So you want to make sure you're acting positively, you're saying great things about your company, you're not being negative, you're not being low energy, because you represent your company's brand and you also represent your own brand when you're out doing that. Mm-hmm. Very, very important. Right. All right, we have a few minutes left. What, what's your message, Gail? I mean, when people, what's the takeaway from your book? There's so many, but what's the main takeaway? Well, the main takeaway of this, there's a few, there's a few different things I'd want people to know. Is I feel very blessed that I was able to put the book together. So the first thousand um, copies are all being sold for nonprofit, and we're about halfway there, which is great. I think we've sold about close to 700 books, which is wonderful, a little over halfway. Mm-hmm. And there are nonprofits ranging from Patient Health Foundation to Martin Luther King Center to Boys and Girls Club, different organizations that call me and would like to get involved. And I think that's one small thing that I can do, and the small things become the big things. So when mm-hmm. people get this book, Your Someday is Now, and think, one, I wanted to do that, someday I'll do that, it's what's stopping you. What is really stopping you? Can you write down the things that you want to achieve, set the goals towards achieving them, set a timeline, knowing that while there's black and white, there's also a color called gray. So if you falter or you don't meet that deadline, that's okay. You can pick up and start again. Um, The book encourages people to live their life now, live every heartbeat, enjoy the moment, be so, live in gratitude and appreciation. Mm-hmm. Now, here's one from Dr. Jennifer Lowney. Is this your sister? My, my sister. That's my sister, sister, who's the mother of four, including her triplets. <laughs> oh, wow. And an orthodontist. Wow. All, girls. all right, she let's read what your girls. sister has to say. Put down the work at 5 o'clock. I promise you it'll be there for you bright and early the next day. Get it done the next morning. Keep a piece of paper on your nightstand and pencil so you can easily write down something you may remember in the night. Don't overdo it during the holidays. Have one bin of decorations, not ten. And use your household scanner and hire your ten-year-old to scan bills, statements, policies so you can shred the originals. Leave them in a file on your desktop. Great advice. It is such great advice, and she lives that advice, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah, well, that, that's really wonderful. All right, so again, Gail, people can log on to your website, yep, and that Gail-speaks.com. is gailspeaks.com. Yes. And you do a lot of speaking for organizations and companies. Absolutely. It's my favorite. It's my passion. That's, that's my all, my favorite thing to do. <laughs> and people can just contact you again at gailspeaks.com. Yes. Yep. All right. Now, let me just tell folks that in this book, um, Gail will tell you how to integrate your career and life goals, how to develop and enhance your personal brand, 
how to build solid and sincere relationships, how to motivate yourself and others, how to improve your communication skills, and how to really have peace of mind through the power of positivity, which we're all about that here. And Gail Lowney Olofsson is an author. She's a professional keynote speaker, an adjunct professor, professor, humanitarian, and a sales and marketing executive. And it's, um, you know, it's always a pleasure to work with you, Gail. You, you remind me of like the good tooth fairy. You're just always <laughs> smiling, always up, and you always carry with you an, a beautiful notebook that's almost like um, a keepsake book, and you write everything in there. You handwrite it. You don't use your computer, and it's, I always watch that. It's amazing. Well, if I don't write it down, Patricia, I'll forget to do it. And I but you don't do it on a computer or on a laptop oh. or on an iPad. You, you physically handwrite it. Right, but that's when I'm in front of people because I think it would be rude to be typing in, but the world is changing. And I think one of these days I'm going to just have to get the iPad out and start typing while people talk. <laughs> <laughs> It'll save a lot of transferring it in later, right? Yeah. All right, so the Fine. book is Your Someday Is Now, What Are You Waiting For? by Gail Lowney Olofsson. You can log on to gailspeaks.com. Also, yoursomedayisnow.com. Stay on the line for a minute, Gail. Thank, Thank you. you so much for being on the program. Yep. Thank you for having me, and I look forward to seeing you soon. Yeah, stay on the line for a minute. All right, folks, remember, this, um, this closes this session of Patricia Raskin Positive Living on voiceamerica.com. We'll be with you next week. All of these interviews are archived on the voiceamerica.com site under Patricia Raskin. Stay healthy, stay happy, get the support you need, and know you can make your dreams come true. Until next time, I'm Patricia Raskin. Bye for now. Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of Patricia Raskin's Positive Living. Be sure to join Patricia Raskin and another amazing guest next Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have an outstanding week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 